Hi, and welcome to Death in Cambodia, Life in America, a podcast where I interview my father, Robert Chow, one of the first survivors of the 1970s Cambodian genocide. He survived the killing fields, navigated through the jungles of Thailand, and escaped to America to build an empire in the donut industry. After about 40 years, I think it's about time he got a chance to share his story. I'm Dorothy, his daughter, and your host for today's episode. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Death in Cambodia, Life in America. Last episode, we left off with Robert chasing down the Greyhound, finally being able to be the last one on the bus after Mama said, hey, hey, look, that's my son, and being able to finally get on that bus or else he would have been left behind in the camp. He got on this bus and he had no idea where he's going, but he knows that these are nice buses. They're fancy. He's never seen anything like this before. And he's being taken off to somewhere. He has he has no idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was uh, no idea. And then, but that was exciting. With <laughs> uh, the bus that we never, you know, uh, you cannot imagine that, you know, they got TV, AC, and all that. And, you know, in Thailand, especially in Asia country, and that month, it's a little bit outside. It's pretty humid and hot. So, yeah. So it was it summertime was, around this time? I, I believe it's probably April, um, some, some, somewhere March, April. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I cannot remember exact month right but just some um, yeah uh somewhere around that time so it was very comfortable i mean of course you know you never feel ac you know before it's just nice fresh and tv and oh yeah because you just, never grew up with ac no well uh maybe long not time. really not really mm, yeah okay mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So I think you know, uh, I'm. I was the last person that did, you know step on that number eleven or number twelve bus, and so um, they took off and move and along the street, and then I don't know, have no idea where they're taking us to. So, but uh, it was beautiful along the along the highway. And uh, they follow, you know, the 12, 11, 12 bus, you know, follow each other. So we kind of like talking from the first hour. And then I, and then about a, a couple hours later, I think they uh, kind of like announcing, they said, hey, we are going to Bangkok. So we go to uh, Bangkok's uh, American camp. Mm. American camp. I said, "Oh, wow, American. Where's America?" You know, so right. yeah, I have no idea. On the bus, what did what were other people saying? They're probably whispering about me. Wow, they're we exciting. They they happy now. 
seen we uh, got clear message that we are out of the uh, dangerous zone now. Uh, we go to America camp, uh, American general. We have no idea where American, but at least we know this is this is the beginning of my life. So, did you feel at any any sense of fear? On that bus, um, just for example, remember when we, for example, when you got to Thailand, you thought that that was going to be your escape, but actually, they put you in jail, and they, you know, you you had there was a lot of stuff that happened at the Thai camps. Um, did you ever did you ever feel a sense of fear on that bus that things haven't been happening so well for you before? Maybe this is going to not be something good again. No, I had no fear at all because you know what. The worst, worst thing that I went through and all of that, yes, you know, when we got to Thailand, you know, they put us in jail and all of that in a camp. But I think we, we, I had some sin that, you know, this is, is going to get better. Mm-hmm. Even I, even I'm staying in Thailand, my expectation is not that high it just like you just got out from the Khmer Rouge and no food and killing and dying and sickness and it's nothing that worse than that nothing and then get on the beautiful bus and nice and all of that and no no fear at all I'm saying in my gut I said this is the beginning of my life. This is going to be the end of the, uh, the tunnel, the dark tunnel. This is how I feel. I feel so happy, exciting, and uh, 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 smiling. Look at, you know, through the window of that bus there is all, you know, green and see people. And uh, uh, sometimes we pass by the small little town and see people selling stuff and all of that stuff and then all see all the clothes and new stuff and oh it was exciting it was it, it was uh, uh uh i couldn't forget that day that that we uh, uh 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 that i was on that that bus mm-hmm. it's a great feeling mm-hmm. and i knew it I knew this is gonna be good. This mm-hmm. is the uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mama and Yeah probably felt the same way too. Uh, I think Mama Yeah Yeah. I think you know uh, he he he's you know they both were around forty five years old, forty some years old, fifty years old. Right. I think they was a little bit worried about the children. What's the the future gonna be and all of that. But I think other than that, is we all. It was exciting. So how long were you on that bus for? I believe it was about three hours, three to four hours. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm not know exactly, but I believe that's about you know, three to four hours from uh, uh, Nong Chan camp to, uh, to Lumpini, Lumpini camp, American camps in Bangkok. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, you got to... Bangkok. Yeah, after four hours, three or four hours, and then you know, after the uh, new that said, "Hey, we gonna arrive in Lumpani, American camp." So the 
telling us what we need to do and after then just go ahead and you know follow our you know direction not get off the bus and run all over the place because <laughs> you might get lost because this is a, a big city stay together with your family mm-hmm. and we will call your name and then we're gonna go ahead and take uh, take you off from the bus one by one into the camp so we got to uh, uh lumpenny camp was I don't know about Bangkok, you know, uh, 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 that much. That's the first time, but I believe it's in the in the city. It's not like outside of the city, mm-hmm. uh, because you know when we pull in, there's a lot of people. I like, just like in the middle of the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were in down like not downtown, but I think it's in the city. You know, mm-hmm. uh, not not I I cannot I cannot say downtown or outside but it's a lot of residents a lot of businesses mm, is around okay. there so uh, uh uh it's a close uh camp it's a you know they got wall around the camp mm-hmm. and the gauge in the front is a big gauge so uh the first bus pull in and then they unload the people and and then, you know, uh, of course, our bus, night bus is the last one. Uh, uh, I, 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 we saw a lot of, you know, the uh, Thai people and stand around there and, you know, and try to sell stuff, all kinds of stuff, you know, you know, outside that gate, you know. And, when you were and, getting off the bus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then finally, you know, they call us, you know, my name, I still separate, you know, I don't know, it's a child's, you know, family and this and that, but I still didn't have my name, but it's, uh, I'm with the family. So, right. so get off the bus and uh, then they said, what's your name? It's not on the list. I said, that's my family and my Mom and dad here, the whole family is here. Uh, somehow they must be missed the uh, steak or something, you know. And, you know, of course, you know, because they know that you're a refugee. Right. They can help you. They, Red Cross just try to get as much as, as to save life, as many as they can. Right, they're you know, on they're your not side. Gonna, they're not going to say, oh, okay, now you have your name, you're going to send back to camp or something. Right, like that. right. That's not going to uh, that. So they said, okay. Then they add my name on that, the last, get on that one, get off the bus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they took us the inside. The camp? The camp. Was it, when you say camp, is it just another dirt area? No, no. This one here, it's just like, oh, let's see. Just like a military camp. You know, how you see that? So like a military, you know, they got gauge. Uh, it's a close gauge, this one here, around the camp. Right. And you cannot go in and out, only one big main gate that you can go in and out and they have God, you know, because of course you want to protect you and that they don't want somebody outside, you know, to 
come in. Come in and I don't know, selling drug because they sell everything, you know, or mess up the whole mess up the whole system. system. Yeah. After everybody got in the camp, so they pull everybody in into one of the buildings. They have building too inside the camp, mm-hmm. and then they got place to uh, like cooking, yeah, too. You know, to feed all these, uh, you know, uh, refugee. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people, but it's it's it, it's quite a bit. It's pretty crowded. Very crowded. Were there people already there when you got there? Yes, yes, yeah. People was already there. I mean, you know, uh, uh, Cambodian from where, refugees. Uh, that's a good question. I believe they not just Cambodian. Mm. I believe it's Vietnamese. All refugee, I believe, Southeast Lao. I believe it's a lot of Vietnamese mm. in that camp. So I believe. Um, because at that time, the Vietnamese also had a lot of issues in their country going on. And a lot of refugees. A lot of refugees from all of Southeast Vietnam, Asia. Now, no. Vietnam, Laos, and Cambodia. Mm-hmm. It's only three countries that the Americans lost the war yeah. to, uh, to a communist uh, uh, party. Right. So. Uh, Thailand had nothing to do with it, no. really. So they no. seemed like they had their base camp yes. for refugees in Bangkok, Thailand. Yeah, because I believe at that time, uh, uh, now I understand more when I got to America, uh, but at that time I didn't know what is what, what's going on, you know, but uh, I believe Thailand was really, really uh, uh, working together with Ameri- Americans, very, very close. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe they probably have a, a camp, a, a military base in maybe in Thailand. I'm mm-hmm. not sure, or mm-hmm. in Philippines. Yeah, and so they pull us. You know, had a meeting. You know, uh, where to stay. Here's your section. Here you stay here, and all of that. They give us a direction, <clears throat> what to do, where to take the shower because the shower is gonna be. Another open building. It's just like the, uh, you know, high school. You go and take sh- just like a gym. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. everybody, you know, and female size, all the male size. You know, you you don't have a private like. You know, you just take all your clothes and take. You know, just you know. Everyone see open, yeah, open, open, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because uh, I, it's so many people. Hey, that's better than. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God, that water is clear. You know, we never <laughs> see clear water like that. And then it's all the water that we drink in Cambodia. It was like mud. So, was that the first time that you had that kind of shower set up? Yeah, it's uh, it was Nongchang uh, Cam. I mean, you still have to carry water. It's a clear water. It's a seedy water, but right. you know it's not gonna be like, yeah, like and, a like a like a nozzle at the top coming down at you, like uh, a right, shower. Right? Did uh, you grow up with that kind of shower head? I I did because okay. uh, now uh, yeah yeah and uh, I was born wealthy, wealthy. Yeah, so you yeah. did grow up with that, so you yeah. knew what that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and the uh, the bathroom. It's not. 
the same as us here. Sit down. It's gonna be like you know uh, squatting down, squatting down, right? Uh, all of that, and then you put the water in it to flush it. Right. 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 Yeah. So it was great. It, 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 so, so now even even exciting because I think wow. This is this is great. I believe you know the people that stay there is not stay that long at all mm-hmm. because they just want to pull in, get the paper done, find a sponsor. It doesn't matter. It's have nowhere, and they just ship you out to you know to America because I believe that Lumpany is belong to America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so whoever that go into that. Cam, it's so going to come to the United States. So they make sure you uh, you don't have a you don't have health problem. If you do have health problem, it's probably going to be delayed. Hmm. Yeah, because they, they they check make sure. I mean, you you don't you don't have a you know. Of course, you do have help. Not that kind of make sure you don't bring your disease, disease or spread out disease to the U.S. to U.S. Yeah, right, like malaria or exactly. something really, really deep. Yeah, disease. Yeah, and uh, uh, I think most the people they do have liver problem. You know, because of the water, because of the condition. That they went through, right? You know, no food, malnutrition. So they try to uh, get all the information from each person and uh, taking picture as the ID. That's what you saw the uh, you know picture Mm -hmm. that how number in the bottom there, right? That's your ID. Mm Hmm. That's your ID. So do any of your parents have that black and white photo of them basically looking like a prisoner holding a sign that has like a bunch of numbers at the bottom? This is what Robert is talking about. And as I'm referring to everybody, I'm I'm talking about second generation Cambodian Americans who have parents who have survived the Khmer Rouge. I am specifically referring to parents or grandparents who have had their photo taken like this. This is what Robert is talking about. So that photo I knew about and I had seen when I was very, very young and um, really had no idea what that was, except that that was for um, registering Robert into America. But it's very interesting to kind of see like what that whole process was like. Also, since I'm here, I'll tell you guys a little secret. I actually have that translated and have a tattoo of that on my back, which I have never told my dad yet. So um, if you meet him ever, shh, it's a secret. That's your ID that come to America. To register you to, to register, come to America. Yes. Yeah, there's... um. There's a group of pictures that um, I will be posting online of, um, it was a group of seven, I believe, because when you look at the bottom of the photo, I noticed that every single one of you, it was like one out of seven, two out of seven, three out of seven. So you guys were all numbered in the group. I yes. noticed that. 
Yes. And it seems like you were the last one. You were seven out of seven. I noticed that. Were right. you the last one to be registered? I I guess, you know, <laughs> I'm always the last one. And that's why it just uh, is so, so, sometimes you try to figure it out, you know, uh, you know, for all of the uh, year that I went through uh, in Cambodia, I believe what I went through, it's sometimes you need luck, a lot of luck, not because of uh, your knowledge or your, 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 your smart or your, uh, uh, doesn't, I, I can, doesn't have to do with that at all. Oh, maybe, I mean, the, the way you react, the way you decide in that moment, it can be life and death. I didn't have any experience with all of these situations, but it's just like, you, you just react. I mean, you know, whatever the uh, situation is in front of you, whatever, you know, you're going to have to just, just decide. Uh, I think even then, though, I mean, you talk about luck. Luck is seemed to be on your side this entire way. There were so many times, not just through your decisions, but for example, hanging out under the tree and then seeing the uncle pass by that happened to know mama. Right. That brought you the medication. Or, um, you know, at that camp when you were just happened to be next to another another uncle who had the pig food and the sugar who was able to give it to you, you know. That and my friend and gave me the medicine and all that. Right. And then, but it's all risk your life to get it, but it True. just went smooth. It's still, I think, it's luck. Right, yeah. right. Or even when you were... Um, you went to that warehouse full of rice and you happened to not grab any of it and you didn't get all your way back towards the Vietnamese and you almost got killed. If you would have stayed in that or you would have hid in that warehouse, you would have been gone. gone. So it's just very, very interesting that like, and that is the last person that got out the wet that, 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 that warehouse, that, that warehouse right. you know, because tried to get that rice and then, and up with just like, mm better go yeah see it just yeah yeah it must make you feel then that like all the people who didn't get that kind of luck but another thing too uh in my from my childhood up until now i never give up in my i just never give up at that even all of these things here, and I just try to find a way. But just like I said, I said, hmm, the wall blocked in front of me. Should I continue? You know, I just, oh, do I turn left or turn right? Then I just use my gut. I said, okay, let's turn right. And if you turn right, if the landmine, well, it's too bad. But I, I never gave up. Just never gave up at all. I just, my uh, mind, I just continue. Always, always prepare, always prepare. What happened if this way things happen? What happened? You know, but even that, sometimes it just, you don't know. 
you try to prepare as much as you can. But a lot of people got killed. A lot of people got caught. And, and uh, it just uh, uh, me, the luck is just really on my side. The whole family. The whole family. Hello, everybody. So, um, as you guys have probably already started to figure out, if you guys had followed along the story to this point, first of all, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I hope you guys have really gotten some value out of Robert's story so far. But we are closing the chapter slowly but surely to the Cambodia portion, and we will be heading towards America very soon. This camp that Robert's in, Long Penny, is a camp that is specifically meant for people who are just there to stay for a little while before they transfer over to America to start their new lives. So next episode will be what I would consider our season finale. And it'll be when Robert steps onto the plane for the first time ever and flies across the country to America. And I'm so, so, so excited for season two to commence. I'm probably going to be taking a three-week break, two to three weeks, I'm not quite sure yet, um, to catch up on episodes and prepare for the following season. But if you guys had any questions or any feedback, always feel free to DM me. I'm going to be active on social media, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, just wanted to say thank you. We are almost to America. <laughs>